0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. That is Zach Born. So it can only mean one thing. Nope, it can mean two things. He was at Roosters on Monday, but now we are getting into Buck IQ. The real Zach Bourne breakdown of the Silver Bullets after a 49 to 10 win over Rutgers. Zach, welcome back. What did you make of that defensive performance on Saturday?
1: Man, it's good to be back, and God, it's so good to talk on this show when the Buckeyes' defense is flying around and it's silver bullet defense. You know, um, it, we we could go on and on about the game Saturday and uh, it not being the most exciting game that that you know people have seen, but the defense is just playing so good. You know, they're running around, they're sound, uh, they're not giving up any big plays. It seems like everyone is on the same page. That's what you want going into Big Ten play. Yeah, Rutgers wasn't going to threaten you with their five different quarterbacks that they were playing. I really think they had five quarterbacks that came that game. And so, uh, you know, defense was sound. Whatever they threw at them, trick plays, whatever it might be, uh, people were in the right position making plays. And, it, you know, it, this is only setting them up for success when, obviously, they're going on the road to East Lansing. Later on the year when they play what's going to be a tough Penn State team. And then, obviously, the end of the year when they play Michigan.
0: Zach, I guess like the talent disparity, we know what that is when it's Ohio State and Rutgers. But you know, the Scarlet Knights love to throw a bunch of gadgets out there. As you said, they did they did Wildcat, they did three different quarterbacks. They did you know they had everything that they could think of offensively. I would think that that still makes it a challenge to get ready for a game like that and then to play and hold them to ten points and seven of that. You know, came off of the special teams mistake that you know they made. Ameka uh, Ibuka muffing the punt, so I think you can you can almost sort of even discount that from a statistical performance that across the board was really really sound.
1: A hundred percent, and yeah, you could say those seven points shouldn't even been on the board because of Emeka Ibuka's uh, you know muffed punt. But it, it is tough because each quarterback brings a different dynamic. Obviously, uh, you know some quarterbacks are more runners, some are more passers. You know, th- there were some discrepancies in in uh, what Rutgers was throwing at them. Just because mm-hmm. there were so many different gadgets, right? When you're playing linebacker, or even on, you're on the back end, you can't trust your reads all the time when you're playing a team like that because you know they're going to do everything possible to get you looking one way, just to do something completely opposite that almost doesn't make sense. Whether it be a double pass, whether it be you know a a a. a what, uh, my God, reverse, whatever it might be, right? They're going to throw everything at you. And you saw that with, I think they had three quarterbacks and then they had two or three Wildcat quarterbacks. And one of the Wildcat quarterbacks was a former quarterback who can throw the football, <laughs> right? So, um, you know, you, we laugh about it, but. Getting ready for a game like that, it's almost harder because you're like, what are they going to do? You know, you yeah. don't know uh, in the huddle and they break the huddle, you don't know what quarterback's going to line up there and, and what that quarterback's able to do. And so um, you, you have to be able to communicate really well, really quickly. And I think you saw how say do that. But then you also have to make sure hey, if I know I'm going this way, I got to trust that my brothers playing next to me are seeing what they're seeing and able to play off of it and, and look for any
0: gadgets. Those two uh, brothers and buddies and roommates at linebacker, uh, you know, and there were times Ohio State played more than more than two on Saturday against Rutgers, which could be interesting and something that you see maybe uh, against Iowa down the road or or maybe Michigan State on Saturday. Who knows? But I'm talking about Tommy Eikenberg and Steel Chambers, and I believe it was 20 tackles that they combined for. We've talked about Tommy a ton on Buckeye Q. So Steel Chambers, uh, he had 11 tackles, two tackles for loss, interception in this game seems like he is pretty comfortable there at that second level
1: that both of them have been playing so good. And it's almost, uh, you know, it's almost unfair to steal because he's been playing so well this year, but everyone's been talking about Tommy because, you know, Tommy's stats have been outperforming Steele, but it's almost like Steele's been flying under the radar, even though he's been playing unbelievably well and and so sound. And, you know, Tommy wouldn't be able to do what he's doing without Steele and vice versa because you have to play as a tandem. When you're playing linebacker, if one of them's out of position, if one of you is out of position, the other one, it can't make up. It's almost like, you know, they're stuck in no man's land. And so you have to play as tandem linebackers and man. Yeah. Tommy's been getting all of the, the praise and all of the attention, but it was steel this past week that had that had the stats that flashed on film and and Tommy was at his sidekick, so to speak. And uh, it's gonna be like that the rest of the year because both those guys are playing so well. They understand one another. Both of them can get sideline to sideline. Both of them can play downhill. They're great at at disguising blitzes. They're great at getting into coverage and matching up against the big tight ends, even the running backs. And so th- those guys really don't have a weakness. You know, last year we saw their weakness was they weren't trusting the reads they're going in opposite directions and putting each other in bad positions. This year they're, they're working together, they're working in tandem, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing and, and yeah, I mean, Steele's been flying under the radar, but it was great to see him get 11 tackles this week, you know, obviously they combine for 20, but just popping on film and getting some attention this week, it's much deserved for
0: Steele. Yeah, if he's not getting enough, you and I are going to fix that for Steele Chambers right oh, now. <laughs> we will. That's what we're here to do, and we've got some clips. You might know that's what we do here on Buck IQ, and we're going to take a closer look at Steel Chambers and the Silver Bullets. Let's roll the tape. All right, Zach, I, this happened uh, in the first 45 seconds of the game, and it caught my eye immediately because if there had been something about Steel, we saw him flying around. We saw him making plays. We know that he's got a nose for the football, but it's like maybe if we're going to nitpick, he'd let a couple tackles slip away from him. He makes contact here in the first one of the game, first opportunity, and you don't see him moving backwards one inch.
1: No, not whatsoever. What I love about this play is he does everything he's supposed to do. You know, so many times last year, he's taken on a, a blocker and so many times he would take the guy on square and, and not play on his edge because he didn't trust Tommy playing on his other side. And here you see him obviously on the top of your screen playing linebacker. He takes on the outside shoulder of that tackle knowing, hey, if this running back cuts inside. Tommy's got me, but instead he takes on the, the, the and, and he trusts that now he's taken on the outside shoulder, extends, is able to play with his hands. You can obviously see the running back, see that lane still sees it, reacts to it, gets off the block and still gets a, gets a tackle at the line of scrimmage. I mean, this is awesome. You know, you don't see this right there. Disengaged, gets his head across, and makes this tackle. And that's all about just understanding the scheme, understanding uh, you know your run fills, understanding where the other guys on defense are playing. And when I saw this early on, that's when it you and me both. It's like, hey man, Steel's understanding this can be a big day.
0: It's pretty wild how quickly that hole and the running lane here just just vanishes. I mean, and and it's not just Steel, but. He's the one that obviously makes the tackle. And if he doesn't, there's a lot of opportunity out there.
1: Uh, no doubt. But but, you know, this is the way the defense is set up, right? You want the running back to think, hey, I found my gap. I'm good to go And the next, you know, it closes and you make the play. I mean, this is perfect. And look at look at that. His, his teammate and buddy, Tommy <laughs> Eichenberg, jumping up over top. Right. That, I mean, but that's playing in tandem. Steel was on the outside. Tommy was on the inside and vice versa. If the ball would have gone, you know, the opposite direction. Tommy obviously takes on the outside shoulder and steals uh, flying underneath. This is just absolutely perfect. Their run fits have been great, and obviously their their run fits have to be great if they're combining it for 20 tackles.
0: Just a little hug for brothers. I mean, we, nothing wrong with that out there. Uh, and then here, this is another one. This is what we were talking about off, off, the, off the top, Zach. A lot of movement, a lot of gimmickry. You know, it still winds up being maybe a relatively straightforward screen, but there's a lot of things to try and distract steel chambers on the backside here.
1: So many things, and when he made the transition from running back to linebacker, he didn't see this. He he, you know, he would run the opposite direction. They, it's kind of like candy, right? They're trying to dangle candy in front of your face to get you to to look at other things. Instead, Steele trusts his read, knows, hey, listen, I'm on this side of the field. He knows Tommy Eichenberg right there, who's right in the middle right now, has 21 that's going in motion, and Steele's like, okay, here we go. I'm waiting on it, waiting on it guess what? I'm not going to get fooled by the motion. I'm not going to get fooled by all all the other uh, uh, gadgets that they're throwing at me. Instead, they set up a screen, steals on it right away, closes, gets a big tackle for loss right here.
0: How about this breakdown here, Zach? With Obviously, he's reading the keys and then he's reacting here. He winds up closing about, I don't know, seven yards of space in half a second, it feels like.
1: Oh, it's quick, and you've seen—you've seen—still have this closing speed, right? Him and Tommy are so fast sideline the sideline, that they're finally putting it together. Now they're coming downhill. Now they're playing. Now they're combining the speed with, with the physicality. And I think that's what everyone has been so excited to see. And right here, guess what? Steel Chambers previously, like I said, would have went the opposite direction, possibly wouldn't have trusted his reads. But the other thing is, he you know, he wouldn't have broken down. He He's had some missed tackles this year, but it's way less than what he's had in previous years. And what I love is he's still able to play downhill. He's able to make a tackle on a running back who's quick and able to, to hold him up while his other guys come. And, you know, a lot of linebackers in this situation may have just sat there flat-footed, right? Hmm. And then open field tackle, which, which is even harder. Instead, Steele closes the closes window here and makes a big tackle for loss.
0: Zach Harrison involved there as well. He's uh, quickly putting himself in position for a Buckeye Q. He also uh, plays a role in a Steel Chambers play that we'll probably talk about in a minute. But it's another... Uh, opportunity here where I mean look at the line of scrimmage first of all and then what that might mean for guys like Steel Chambers and Tommy Eikenberg or Cody Simon or anybody else out there
1: correct this is my favorite play of Steel Chambers all, all day
0: and he's made a
1: lot of great plays but if you run this back what people, you know, people understand in the linebacker position. You're you're looking at your triangle, right? So it's kind of guard to running back to opposite guard. That's the triangle that you're looking at. If you look at the the, your main focus is obviously on the guard through the running back on the side that you're on. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steel right here is looking at the left guard. What's he do? He pulls right. That tells you, hey, listen, I get my eyes up there. I got to rock to the left side and start thinking that's where the ball's going. Right, pulling guard. Listen, he's going to take you to the ball. Steel gets to, gets down here. You can see slow playing it because it's just a jumble. Knows, hey, I'm taking some steps to the left because that's where my guard's telling me that I'm reacting to what I'm seeing in front of me. And then watch this closing speed. Obviously, you know, defensive line is just absolutely demolishing that. <laughs> of Rutgers, but Steele is able to not overcommit himself, still find the ball and, and chase down this running back, that running back, you know, he's not a slow dude. You know what I'm saying? He's a, he was a quick, shifty guy. Steele mm-hmm. is running him down and getting and making this play for zero gain or even, you know, minus a yard. So this is, I absolutely love what Steele did right here. He followed his keys. He went to the left, didn't overplay it, stayed behind the football, saw what happened, let everything uh, kind of unfold in front of him, and then shot, you know, shot it and went and chased down this running back. I absolutely love this play.
0: He wanted a force fumble in there, too, didn't he? I mean,
1: oh, one million percent.
0: <laughs> didn't quite get it, but he would still get a turnover later on in the game. This is the one that uh, what a what a combination that this winds up being with Zach Harrison and Steel Chambers getting the hands on football again. Uh, flashback to some of those old running back days for a minute.
1: Uh, for sure. And, you know, I, I love this look that Jim Knowles and the linebackers have been given uh, these offenses, offenses, especially on third downs this year, you know, showing blitz bailing. Sometimes they will show blitz, step back and come on a delayed blitz. And sometimes they're just bringing the heat, you know, and so they're showing so many different looks uh, to the quarterback. At pre snap, right, giving them kind of this, the pre snap read, and then once the ball snap, giving them so many different looks from the same visual concept that the quarterback's looking at. Here, you can see Steel Chambers drops out. Obviously, he's playing a, a hook to curl here. Zach Harrison mm-hmm. makes a great play, getting his hands on the ball. I actually loved the way Zach Harrison played as like a three technique on Saturday. I think yep. you might be seeing more of that. At least, I hope you start seeing more of that because I think he was such a dominant three technique on Saturday. Gets his hand on the ball. And Steel Chambers obviously makes a play here, gets the interception. And as any linebacker room would say, if you drop that, it's the worst thing for all of us because everyone thinks the linebackers got freaking. <laughs> everyone in that linebacker room is thanking Steel Chambers for making this interception on Saturday.
0: <laughs> and he tucks it up, you know, just flashing back to his old running back days. Got to have that ball security. That was the only way to get on the field. You knew he wanted to score here. You knew the defense wanted to put one on the board. Uh, and then maybe a, a cover would have come into play if depending on when you got the number for last
1: week. yeah depend depending on what you got the number, you know this defense wants it too. Look at JT and Zach Harrison trying to get blocks down the field, right? Tommy's running after him, you know, making sure it, but he goes down. It it you know, it is what it is. Like like we said, catching the football is the most important thing. What you do after that is just <laughs> that that you know, that's sugar on that's a little cherry on it. <laughs> Making the plays the, the most important thing. Otherwise, the linebacker room would have heard it from every other position group this week.
0: That's right. Make the play first. Whatever happens else uh, after that is a bonus. Just like getting to talk to Zach Boren for a defensive breakdown of Buck IQ every single week. He's as good as it gets. Zach, appreciate the time. Know you're getting ready for to watch that first road trip of the season for Ohio State. We will break down the Buckeyes and Michigan State next week for Buck IQ.
1: No doubt, man. Huge game in East Lansing. Defense travels. That's what people got to realize. Defense travels. And I know these guys are going to be ready. They're going to be putting uh, pressure on Peyton Thorne all game long. Can't wait to see these guys show out in East Lansing.
0: All right. A couple days to go for that. We will break it down as we always do on the podcast. For Zach, I am Austin. We will see you next week.